You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to Station. I'm Stephanie, and today is my... Hey, they're my mics. You can't get rid of me if you wanted to. <laughs> Is she like a drift at sea? Okay. Well, as yeah, she's a drift at toddler. Uh, yeah. That'll, that'll do it. Yeah. She'll, she'll get about two years off, and then they'll start getting into things, and then you know, then she doesn't have time again. Right. Exactly. So. So these other voices that you were hearing, two of my favorite. Oh, shucks. And, not, and I'm not even asking. Um, but a little bit. She's been around the planet, too. And yeah. that, I mean, it's what happened to Megan, apparently. You left her adrift at sea. Yeah. She's I, in China I, somewhere, I, stuck I, with the coronavirus. So just don't let her invite you anywhere, that, is, is, is what you're hearing. Well, yeah. I, I mean, really, I just needed, I felt the need to bring a joke full circle and, you know, premature joke full circle. I'm no, sorry. That's okay. Well, since you're talking, please introduce yourself. <laughs> I know. I love that we're so we're, we're, we're breaking podcast etiquette so badly because yeah. you don't talk before you're introduced. <laughs> Wait, is is there podcast etiquette? Yeah. I, I I was not familiar with that. We don't do that on the station. <laughs> this is all you know off the cuff. However, it goes. Well, I will introduce myself. My name is Rob Humphrey. I am uh, one of Steph's favorite people in the whole wide world. Yeah. That is accurate. And I am Pat Koala, and I apparently am also one of Steph's favorite people on the entire planet. Awesome. Look at that. Okay, so we are here, while well, you guys are here, actually, so that you can talk to me about the game, which is a super cool game for the anthology that is right now. Yep. Uh, so Get in the Game is a comic anthology full of eight-page stories from ten different creative teams. All around one central premise, like you said, video games. Uh, it, it runs the gamut from brand new creators all the way up to indie veterans. And it's stuff from funny and campy all the way to some really dark and dreary and, and pretty Don't you look at me, stuff while I look at Rob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pat, so what, what is your role in this anthology? Um, for, for want of a better term, uh, publisher slash editor-in-chief, uh, I don't want to take that title because uh, I was very, very lucky to have the incredible Drina Joe helping me edit this. So, I, I, I like, like she's way better at it than I am and helped me so much. So, um, Drina's a rock star. We love she, her. She is. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, it was my idea uh, about a year ago to put this together. I've kind of wanted to put some put a comic out there and... You know, putting that 22-page, six-issue magnum opus out as your first project is a little bit daunting. So it was one of those, like, hey, I want to do this, but I don't want to go at this scope that I'm going to have to carry all the water and, and all that stuff. So I was like, well, I've seen these eight-page comic anthologies, and they've been pretty cool. I think I could knock out an eight-page story. And then it was, can I do, like, 10 or 12 of them and do this with just artists? And I'm like, nope. No, nope, no. Nope. So, That's a heavy burden to put on yourself. Yeah. So I decided that it'd be a great idea to then curate and bring in submissions and go full on publisher role as my very first project. 
what we've established is Pat is insane, but incredibly ambitious. And, and, and I feel like those two things tend to go together a lot. They usually yeah. do. And and really the thing, though, about that ambition that I think is really kind of cool about this is that he jumped right in and was like, oh, I think I can handle an eight-pager. And I tell you, there's a big difference between writing a 22-page comic book story mm-hmm. and an eight-page comic book story. And if you can pull it off in eight, you can certainly write a 22. Like, that's that's a challenge. Well, because that's the, the interesting thing is you still have to follow that, like, three-act structure in eight pages. Like, people consume things in that traditional three-act structure and if you're not able to hit those you know that that build that drop like all those things that you read about in like third grade english class of, of like you know the build the climax the the resolution all those you know literary terms like it, it's it's an amazing feat to pull it off in eight pages because like you get two pages you're talking at the most for most people 18 panels and that's way too many panels on each page. You don't yeah. put nine panels. You, your artists kill you for putting nine panels on every page. I've, I've done seven uh, panel pages. Every time I do them, I'm like, oh man, oh man, it's standing up. Yeah. 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 So my story is called The Weight. Um, it's it's kind of a, a, a feeling that most video game players know. It's that, oh, I loved this game. When's the next version come out? When's the next one happen? And it's that it's that like, oh my god, this is taking forever. Is it ever gonna happen? What's you know, what is what is happening? How do I how do I how do I wait this long? And and so it's uh, art was done by uh, C R Warner who is absolutely phenomenal. Um, she did the, uh, with Ken Johnson, she did the, uh, oh, I just blanked on it. It's the, something of Beatrice. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking The Trials about. of Beatrice. Right. The Trials of Beatrice, yeah. Thank you. I'm like, I know, yeah. So uh, she's worked on that, and to put this together, she absolutely crushed it. She's also a video game player, so she really, like, knew that feeling. So she understood what the, like, the feeling I was going for on that. Uh, so that was really awesome. Uh, to, to work with her and, and get that together. And funnily enough, she crushed it in a very short time frame because while I was working and getting all the other nine stories put together, my story was just kind of sitting there without an artist <laughs> for, no, for months. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the things, you know, we, we brought this to Kickstarter because Kickstarter is such a great uh, medium for, for bringing comics to life and for... And, but I wanted to make sure that it was ready. Like, I didn't want to be one of those people who was like, oh, we're starting this project. Let's get the Kickstarter out there. I wanted all of the stories that were going to be in it done. And they were... He learned from my past mistakes. <laughs> yeah. All, the, the 10 stories that will be that are currently available in the book are uh, completely done. They're, they're, they're in the can, as they use the term. They're actually being laid out. The book's all being laid out. The covers are ready. Uh, we have two amazing covers, one from Ryan Lee, who has worked on uh, uh, Exo Man of War, and he's currently doing Mountainhead at, at IDW. And then Corinne Roberts and her amazing watercolor work did the Kickstarter exclusive variant. Which I pledged in She did that on such a quick turnaround, because I wasn't going to do that. And then I'm like, I'm going to Kickstarter in like a week and a half. I think like a Kickstarter variant makes sense. <laughs> Let's make that happen. 
So she was she was a rock star and crushed that for me really quickly. Uh, but and then uh, we, we we were lucky enough to have Rob here with us. So we I, I made sure to you know I, it, we we took submissions. This was completely uh, we we got almost twenty submissions for the ten to, to for I, I originally was like ah, eight nine maybe ten and there were like there were nine other stories that were just I'm like no I have to have all of these these are these are great. Um, and and so went through that process, put all those together, had this had these great great stories come to life, and so Rob has one in there as well, and he uh, he did save and continue, and I'm going to let you kind of talk about save and continue. Yes, we would love to hear from you, sir. I mean, yeah, he, Pat, he'll, you put Pat a quarter in. You, you, you got you got to no, let him run kidding. out. You put a nickel in. I don't know what you're talking. You got your mind's work. <laughs> it's at least a quarter. Okay, so um, I actually, uh, it, it's interesting. Pat brings up, uh, you know, the fact that like he did submissions and everything. And I, um, you know, I, I've done an anthology before, and uh, so I told him, I said, if you do this thing, I, I want to pitch for it. And he's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't. No nepotism here. Like, judge it on its merit. If it's crap or if, it's, if it doesn't fit. Like then turn me down. Like I, I got a thick skin. Like I can take criticism, right? right. Like, you know, I can't. I'm, I'm a big whiny baby, actually. No, but I can, I, I can take it. Like, you don't have to let me down gently. Just tell me it's not what you're looking for. Yeah. And, um, and this was at the beginning of his, like when he was posting up the submissions. And I sat, I sat, I sat for a few weeks trying to figure out, like, what, what am I going to pitch? Because it's, you know, it's a video game anthology. I've never done anything in the realm of video games before. I mean, I've played a hell of a lot of them. But, <laughs> well, it's doing something in the realm. But, but I've never, like, approached from a story perspective. And, and as Pat's described before, like, you can't just, like, retell the lore from your favorite game series, right? Like, you got to come up right. with something unique and a different approach. And um, I think the day that the submissions were due or the night before the submissions were due, I had this epiphany. And I'm like, ah, that's my story. So uh, out of it came Save and Continue. And the idea behind Save and Continue is um, the, the idea that uh, it's from this perspective of, of where sometimes games are the only constant. It's the standard in your life. It's the thing you always come back to. It's maybe how you get away. It's how you uh, calm down after a hard day at work or relax. I play Splatoon 2 every morning while I drink my cup of coffee. That's how I wake it's, up. It's how you center. Shooting things. Yeah. 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 So, so for yeah. a lot of people, it's an escapism. It's a, it's a way to center yourself. It's, you know, it's like yoga. It, it's like going to a movie. It's all of those things. So I was like, well, what, what, what would it be like if somebody viewed their life and their past choices through the lens of a video game and being at a point in your life where you have to look back on the choices you've made and see how it's affected what point in the story you're at so it's got some real heavy tones to it I don't want to spoil it you know there is only eight pages there but um, it, it comes I, I think it works it's powerful without being heavy-handed uh, and it it's definitely it goes a little darker than I've ever gone with my writing before. So sometimes it's where you have to go. If the story takes you there, then it was a personal piece for me. It it'll be really interesting to see how people react to it. I'm really excited to read out. Like from what I've heard of all these stories, I'm really excited to read it. And um, I know Michelle uh, wrote a very personal, yeah. you know, piece as well. And I think. You know, sometimes people think, oh, it's a video game anthology, it's going to be all, you know, laughs and giggles, and it's like, 
There's some. There's some real emotion. Like, like Michelle, uh, Michelle wrote her. It, interesting enough, Michelle's script was literally she wrote it. She wrote the pitch. I'm like, the pitch is amazing. And then she wrote the script, and I'm like, there's literally nothing to change in here. It was it was one draft done because she just wow. you could tell that every word she put on that page was was from the heart, from like a very personal, deep experience. Um, and and you know, just kind of that that elevator pitch on it is like you're it's father and da- daughter bonding over video games and him using those games to teach her about life. Like like the thing that's that's what was so amazing about this was. You know, I was worried of like, hey, everybody, don't, no, don't use, don't lie. use um, copyright characters. Don't, don't talk about. You know, you, you can't write a story about Link. You can't talk talk about Pac Man. You can't do any of that. Like, you can't use those characters. Like, you, you know, we can. Yeah, can we reference them? Can we use them in like parody type? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's okay. But you can't like tell that story. And it's and it's funny because none of the submissions even got close to that. Well, I, I can't say none of them. There's one. Star Pilots gets close to it, but they do it in such an amazing way that it, you don't notice it. You, you, you don't really notice it. So All the things that I've seen on Facebook that you guys, like, when you're showcasing these stories, what really amazed me was, like, the different perspectives that people were bringing to it. Because when I was trying to think of a submission to pitch for it, which I didn't do because I couldn't think of anything, I didn't think of it from any of those different perspectives. So it was really cool to see how each one of you guys kind of looked at this, like the idea of a video game and kind of flipped it on its head and made it different and unique. It's, it's a number of diverse approaches from a very diverse group of creative teams that have varying levels of experience in this industry. You know, Pat really sold this on the idea of being able to take first timers and and new voices that maybe haven't gotten a whole lot of exposure and mixing them with folks who are kind of regulars on the con circuit and have worked out. I, I, I think that's where you get a lot of that mixed perspective from is that there's some real fresh takes from some first-time writers, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, mixing it up, people like Corey and Seth. Corey Maslowski, who you know was a good friend of ours, and Seth the Moose, who Corey's never written any, never written anything published before in the comics realm. Seth has been on, I mean, all sorts of stuff. I mean, Seth's this, he's it, everywhere. He's Seth got his yeah. fingers in everything. He really does. And, and well, he's, comics he's are just, for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And and Seth is for everybody. Exactly. Yes, he is. So it's it's been all these these wonderful pairings, and and some people came in and they had a team. And I'm like, cool, that makes it easy. Some people are like, hey, you know, uh, I, I don't have an artist, but I have this this great pitch. I was like, but I had some artists who were like, yeah, I just want, I'd, I'd love to work on the project. So it was it was finding those balances and finding personalities that work together and, and, and you know, reaching out with the connections I have to be like, hey, I need one more artist. Can you can you help me out? Like like, would you would you be up for being a part of this? You, you know and. And getting that response and, and people saying, yeah, 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 totally. Like, like yeah, I'll, let's let's do this. Let's, let's get this done. Uh, and, and, like, that amount of trust in somebody who's never done anything like this was, like, amazing to me. For them to be like, yeah, yeah, totally. I know. I trust that you're going to, yeah. So. Well, I'm sure, you know, everybody 
most of the people that are working out, like you guys know, like in, in person, right? Like, or you met, and you guys, you know, have had a long history because of C4. So you've met a lot of creators, and you've been writing uh, now, Rob, for how many, how many years? Six, seven. Seven. Okay, yeah. so you know, you guys are in a nice position where you have met all these incredibly talented people and they know you and it, that trust has already been built because these friendships have been built so that's a really beautiful thing to be able to like use not use that trust because I don't like the word use but to harvest that trust into a beautiful project that's a much better way to say it not use we don't like that word <laughs> Look, I, I'm just going to put it out there and say that you know that there was a tremendous amount of trust from a lot of people that, that came into this thing. Like Pat said, there were a number of different ways that um, the paths kind of all descended into the, the same, you know, endpoint. I, um, on Save and Continue, I reached out to Kaylin Smith to provide the art. And Kaylin and I have a good professional relationship from, you know, working with C4. Like you said, it's a perfect example. But I never would I have thought that I would be working on a story that I thought would fit in her art style because she's just you know, I look at her work and I'm like, man, she's fantastic. Like, and yes. then and then there's me, womp, womp. right? Like, you have that moment. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna try and swing above my weight belt and see. And I I toss it out there and I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, yeah, I'm down. I'm like, well, apparently the sun is shining on me today because holy cow, you know. So it, there's a lot of really cool like happy marriages of these creative teams that came together, like. I, and now that I've seen the final artwork, I could not imagine having written the story with any other artist in mind for it. it. She just made it work so well. That's so awesome. I love hearing that, especially, you know, like you were saying, Pat, about like pairing people together that like match and that they vibed well, like the art and the writing and, and the people. And I think that's really important. I mean, that comes through. When people are reading the comic, if you, there's a relationship between the artist and the writer, the finished product is 100% If that's even a thing that's possible. Is 100% better a possibility? I mean, that would just be doubly. Doubly better? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's more doubly better. It's, yes, I'm a it's writer. Mo, mo better. <laughs> Double better, more bigger. Right. Thank you, Leah Letterman, for making my words sound good. Uh, more better. The better. Making my, making my words sound more better. Yes, yeah, exactly. the betterest. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely a. I, when, as a writer who's worked with only a few different artists um, and had those relationships where it was like we were vibing and it was the right person, the right art, the right team, I don't know what it's like to reach out to like new people yet I've been working with the same creative teams um, since I've been creating and I, I love seeing when other people kind of do something new with something different and it vibes so well it's like it was just simply meant to be and again it comes through when people read it there's definitely um, there is I don't even know what the word that I'm looking for a synergy I was just going like to say synergy, synergy. That's like, like Showtime Synergy? Like, yes. Is it a gem it's moment? I, I was going to bust out the corporate PowerPoint presentation. Yes. Synergy. Synergy. Well, Got to change the paradigms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Writers. We're all writers. Uh, Even Dave uh, is a writer. I are word good. <laughs> <laughs> 
what was that Rick and Morty? Like the, the you know, I throw balls paper. hard. You want someone who talks good? Data languager. <laughs> um, oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention, we are at Astronomicon 3. Uh, we're yeah. recording live. I did forget to mention that at the beginning. So. We did derail you. Well, it's yeah. okay. I derailed myself, too. So. Um, it, it, there's a lot of people walking by. So if you hear things in the background, that's why. Because we're actually at a convention. And I don't normally do shows where I get to sit with the people I'm talking to. It's usually people calling in. So <laughs> that's why when I heard you guys were going to be here, I'm like, well, I, I guess I'm coming down to record a show. So. <laughs> it's fantastic. We, we just twisted your arm to come yeah, down. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> it's still sore. So how long... Um, do you have left on the Kickstarter as of right now? Uh, as of right now, there's 19 days left. Uh, the Kickstarter ends on uh, at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon on February 27th. Okay. Um, so we've got, you know, we've got just, uh, as of the Astronomicon, we got a little about two and a half weeks. Um, we're just shy of 60% funded, so we've got a good chunk to go. But, um, yeah, if... if just take a look at it. I mean, that's that's all I can ever ask is if it's if it's something that speaks to you. I you know I would I would love for you to back it, but it, it, the, if you can't back it, it, just as important as sharing it, like put it in front of as many eyes as possible. Because if if you don't, if people don't know about it, they can't they can't be a part of it. So exactly, exactly. And I, I got to plug the stretch goals. So do it. We're the level ups. Yes, the level ups <laughs> increase your hit points. Yeah, I, I kind of alluded to that because I said right now there's ten stories in there. <laughs> right. So, as, as as a point of order, I just want to say if we get funded, when we get funded, there's a number of stretch goals that are level ups to the book. If we hit the third level up, I get to reunite with Jeff Manley, who I worked with on Punching the Clock years ago. And it will be our first time working together as a creative team on a new story. We'll, we'll provide a bonus story for the book. This is the first time that we will have worked together in probably almost five years. Yeah, it's going to be getting that close. Yeah, yeah. Four or five years. So it's kind of an exciting thing that we can make that happen if we hit that number. So It's going to happen. And, and, yeah, the goal, the goal is 6000 um, Like I said, we're about, 40, we're about 60% funded. Um, and the, the, then the, the, start, the, the level ups hit every thousand. So, like, the first level up is everybody gets a sticker of the really amazing logo that Travis Bramble designed and surprised me with. Like, just out of the blue one night, he texts me and he goes, I was playing with this at work. And I'm like, that's perfect. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. Like, he invokes the, like, Sega Genesis and Nintendo. Like, he invokes them without copying them. And, and it was just absolutely amazing. I think we actually have um, right over there. Is that? Oh, there's some right here. So is this the logo? That is the logo. Yes, that is a really cool logo. And I know that you guys listening can't see it, but uh, maybe I'll put it up on the Waystation page. I'll do that. I'll be nice. But yeah, no, that is actually a really sweet logo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just just pulling those those, those those little things together, and I'm like. No, no, no. This is this is absolutely what it is. So we'll be doing a, a for the first level up. It's a it's a sticker of that, uh, and then the second level up is prints of the standard cover by Ryan Lee, signed by Ryan Lee, uh, six by nine prints, and then the third stretch goal is Rob and Jeff Manley for punching the clock, reuniting for a story. My stretch goal is over nine thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to say it. Yeah, it's over right. nine thousand. <laughs> and then uh, the the $10,000 level, the final, the, the final level up that we have planned is uh, Dirk Manning wrote, wrote a story and has it in there. And that one might even be a little bigger than eight pages. I'm just saying. 
I mean, it's it, hard to keep him contained to eight. I was going to say, is. have you met Dirk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's with the yapping in the mouth. No. With the sounds coming out of the vocal thing. Yeah. He just doesn't stop. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And, well, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Honestly, with the Waystation, like, sometimes I have people on that I don't know a lot about, but I'm interested in hearing more about what they're working on because what they're working on seems really cool. But um, I know you guys, and I, I know, like, you're solid human beings, and I know a little bit more about the project that you're working on because I know you guys. So I'm, I'm really excited um, to see this get put out there for people. I'm really excited for you, Pat, that you, like, this is going to be your, like, first published comic, which is such an amazing feeling. And I mean... It, I never knew I could be excited and terrified all at the same time. Oh, yeah. It's oh, that's like, because instead of dipping your toes in the pool, you just jumped in head first. Yeah. He went, he went up polar bear swimming. <laughs> we'll figure out if there's water in it later. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's frozen. <laughs> Do me a favor, Dave. Will you grab that box that's under there? Sorry, I'm multitasking here. <laughs> I, I, I have my, my beautiful friend, Barry, in here. He's here to pick up some comics. He, I'm going to have him on the show here soon. So you'll be hearing more from him. He, he may also be looking for me. He's been. <laughs> he may have been, but I, I'm assuming you were looking for me because you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank um, you for having us. Yes, and everybody, please go check out um, the anthology on Kickstarter. Um, I've backed it. I, I personally think that this is a great idea, and I know a lot of the people that have worked on it and are extremely talented. And I'm very proud of everybody for. And for Pat for putting all this together, and yeah, and I'm really glad that I actually got an episode of the Wasting. I know it's been a minute. Yes. So until next, I can't even talk. I'm gonna have to edit my own show because that's I edit shows. Uh, I do. I do a little bit. I probably won't edit this one. But so where can they find you guys on social media if they're looking for you? Like, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, So I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Professor Nerdly. Um, and then we have the Get in the Game Facebook page as well. And then I have my personal Facebook page. I'm always happy to, you know, add new friends. I like I like friends. I like friends. <laughs> I am also yeah. on the book face uh, with the personal page. I do like the friends as well. And you can find me on Twitter at, at RP Humphrey. Perfect. Thank you. Um, uh, until next time, keep it indie, guys. 